I'm Allison Zataran. Hi, and I'm Richard Gottera. And this is Instant Love. Good morning, Richard. Hi, Allison. We're excited to be back for another episode of the Instant Love podcast. What do we have on the schedule today? Well, today we have some really special music. We're going overseas to Denmark, to Copenhagen, for Lula, a Danish artist who's singing The Doors, Light My Fire. That was her idea based on the lyric, girl, we couldn't get much higher, which I thought meant drugs. And what she says means women elevating each other. And then what else do we got on this episode? It's a double feature. Yeah, it's very, very special. We've got the Beatles song, Something. Something in the way she moves, tracks me like no other lover. Yeah, and it's going to be sung by Hunter. Hunter is a actress, singer from Los Angeles, and we think she's really special too. Richard, I'm sort of inspired by last night in my apartment when I wanted to set the mood and I lit a bunch of candles. So you know what I got on my mind today? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I actually can't even imagine. I mean, uh, Other than... I don't know. As you said before, I don't know that much about you. What? <laughs> What were you thinking when you were setting a mood and lighting a bunch of candles? Well, you know, it's just an average Wednesday for me. But, um, but you know, other than needing a coffee pretty bad right now, I will say that it put me in the mood to talk about Light My Fire. Well, Light My Fire, you know, if you want to hear a cool, sexy version oh, yeah. of a uh, sexy modern version of a great classic Doris song, mm-hmm. check out Falula singing Light My Fire, Falula. And this was her idea to do this song. Uh, yeah, it was Falula's idea. We told her about the project. Falula, by the way, is an artist that records with us on Instant Records. Mm-hmm. She won Danish Grammys in the past Oh yeah, uh, for her previous recordings. She's very popular in Denmark and in Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we release her recordings globally mm-hmm. on instant through the orchard. So the music's out everywhere. Yeah, three albums as um, of now. Yeah, yeah, it's three albums. And Falula picked this song and it was done in Denmark mm-hmm. with Soren Christensen. They worked together a lot. Yeah, they did Perfect Tense uh, yeah, together. Yeah, they did that, uh, her last hit in Denmark, Perfect Tense. So if any anybody out there wants to... Uh, Hear like yeah. a really cool song, Perfect yeah, Tense. Yeah, I would say Perfect Tense from the album Perfect Tense, Out of It, and Give Us a Little Love. Give Us a Little Those Love. Those would be where I'd start with her. Yeah. But it was funny because she chose Light My Fire and me, just being the, the deep down delinquent that I am, the line, girl, we couldn't get much higher. I pictured two high school girls getting stoned together and staying up all night. And I kind of like that, that it was the intimacy of two girls staying up all night doing some 60s things and maybe going on long talks together and losing track of time. But no, she said it was we we're getting each other higher, meaning that we're elevating each we're other elevating each through other. coming together. So she actually meant, you know, together we couldn't get much higher. And that's a better sentiment than what I thought. But again, however you want to interpret it is up to you. Well, also, she was at the time she she was in her ninth month yes. of pregnancy. So at badass. At the time she made this yeah. recording and her... Subsequently, her baby, it was a year um, ago, her baby, uh, Gloria, Gloria was born. 
And and she uh, wanted to fit it in because she's like, I'm going to be in the new mom zone for a couple months. And she just wanted to get this ready for us way ahead of when we released anything. And it was a lot of people's favorites at the beginning because it's, yeah. it's very different from The Doors. But I just love that she was so committed to the project being an open free spirit from Scandinavia that she was like, I'm going to get this under the wire to you, which I'm forever indebted to her for that. Yeah, no, it's a, and it's a great recording. It, it captures again, uh, not exactly what Jim Morrison was mm-hmm. portraying in the song. Yeah. You know, remember that was also came yeah. out in the psychedelic days. Yeah. And when he said, girl, we couldn't get much higher. Probably meant, meant drugs. We couldn't get much higher. But I mean, uh, come on, baby, light my fire. That's so sexual sounding. Uh, sung well, by a yeah, man. But he was a sexy dude. Sexy dude. And, uh, Today, we're seeing all these guys that are uh, accused of sexual harassment for yeah. dropping their pants. Yeah. And he was he arrested uh, in, in down south. Oh, my God. For Miami. dropping his pants. Yeah, he dropped his pants on, on stage. stage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you don't think it's Talk Jim Morrison that Talk about rebelling against your upbringing. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and people me. wrote yeah. to, to the, you know, please forgive them. They don't... Because they could have locked him up. I mean, yeah. exposing yourself yeah. in front of 20,000 people. Yeah. But I got to say, if if I had to choose as a woman having an unexpected dropping of trow, I think it's way cooler to do it on stage than in your office. Right. Oh, right. Can we well, just agree was, about that? His was basically just a sign of um uh, freedom. Or he might have been so stoned that he That too. It, well he would rock leather pants and no shirt. And I the only other time I've seen someone do that is Foxygen when I live streamed them from Coachella several years ago. And, 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 and I think like Sam them. France they're one of my favorite bands, and Sam France can rock the leather pants and no shirt. And okay. the only other time I've seen that done well is is Jim Morrison. But it's funny because Maria, a.k.a. Falula, being a European artist, has that really adorable fascination with California. You know, she's done mm-hmm. some songwriting in Laurel Canyon. And for her to pick an iconic California song was important, plus the lyrics as well. But um, yeah, her her version's really cool. And, you know, because we, work with, the, itself, we work with a lot of emerging artists, which is something we haven't touched on. It's a really cool part of this project of sort of us curating we just happen to like this artist and we believe in this artist. We don't know where this artist is going, but it fits with the project versus some of the other artists we've approached who we know are a little bit more well-known like Irma Thomas or Karen Sosa. So while we're talking about The Doors, let's hear the original, The Doors performing Light My Fire. would be untrue You know that I would be a liar If I was to say to you Girl, we couldn't get much higher Come on, baby, light my fire Come on, baby, light my fire Try to set the night on fire Greatness comes in many ways. When you hear a song that's really got it, you love it. Light My Fire by The Doors is spectacular. But interpreted the way Falula does it, it's going to light your fire and make you want more. Falula, Light My Fire. 
big in Scandinavia, big believer in the project. And, you know, she has some really interesting things to say about the project, which we'll play right now. Hello, I am Falula and I am a Danish artist. And I was asked to be part of this amazing album called Instant Love. And the reason why I thought it was important to take part in this was that I really think it's important that we as women show unity. I just became a mother four and a half months ago. My daughter, Gloria, is going to grow up in a new world, different from the one I grew up in. I think there's an added pressure because of social media when it comes to appearance and your beliefs and everything. And I just remember it was pretty hard being a young woman. And I want her to feel confident. I especially want her to have a strong bond with other women and feel like she has a sense of community around her. You know, when we get together, we are so strong and we can also be really horrible to each other. I definitely remember growing up and having some older girls starting a kind of campaign about how I was, you know, an outsider and I didn't really fit in. That was really tough. I don't want her to go through that. I definitely want her to be surrounded by other girls and women who support each other. We all know that men are really good at this. They are really great at supporting each other, both privately and professionally. And I definitely feel like we need more women to step up for each other, just because that levels the playing field, because that's what guys do. And I think women should do the same thing, like empower each other and help each other. And instead of being insecure and competing, comparing, which I think is very hurtful and, um, We should definitely just accept our differences and, you know, lift each other up. That's really important to me. And I want my daughter to experience that. So I think that's why I thought it was important to take part in this, because it's amazing that so many women are coming together on this album. The reason why I chose to cover Light My Fire by The Doors is that I've always, first and foremost, loved The Doors. I think it's an amazing band and I love the whole 60s California vibe and that's why I wanted to go to LA in the first place to kind of experience that that vibe. I feel like you can still sense it when you're walking down Venice and you're like kind of transported back in time. To me Jim Morrison was a very masculine icon. 
he was very sexual and like obviously all the women at the time adored him and he had all these groupies and you know he had his shirt off and everything and so he was definitely a sex symbol i think it's interesting taking something that's so sort of sung from a male point of view and then hear it from a female like me because i think what i add to it is a certain kind of tenderness and femininity that I think is quite interesting when you hear a song that was so something else. Um, so I hope that I um, do it justice. Obviously, it's really scary to take such a classic, but um, I tried doing something very different with it. Like I slowed it down and I made it very sort of, you know, sexy and slow and kind of chewy, if that's a term. <laughs> if not, I'm Danish. I'm excused. <laughs> But anyways, um, yeah, it was so much fun trying to to interpret that song. And yeah, hopefully people will like it. I definitely love um, playing it. I actually played on on my tour and I played live every night. It's just a, an acoustic guitar in me. And I love the sort of tension it creates in the room. You can just hear um, a pin drop because everyone is so quiet when I perform it because it's such a um, minimalistic setup. And so they really listen to it, which I love. So yeah, I definitely think that it suits me and I loved making it for this album. So we're going to pass this over to our resident musicologist, <laughs> <laughs> Richard Barone. Richard Barone is uh, a, a guy I've known for a long time, worked with even produced records with. One song that we did, uh, which was an interesting choice because it was made by an artist that we actually have on Instant Records and our company manages. And she chose to do a very sultry, feminine version of the Macho Doors song, Light My Fire. You know, what do you think of that? I was surprised that this was a choice and I was happy to see it. I like, I really like Falula's version of it. Yeah. You know, the song, it's it's kind of a, in a way, a, it was a risque song when it came out. It's just, in many ways, when the Doors did it on the Ed Sullivan show, they were, the producers came to them and forced them to change one of the lyrics, which was not really sexual, but, a, a well, maybe sexual. This is a girl we couldn't get much higher. They wouldn't let them sing that. So at the rehearsal for the show, they changed the lyric and they said, um, girl, it couldn't get much better, which is. Yeah, but they didn't do that. But when they went on the air, they sang the real lyric and then they were banned from that show forevermore just because they said, girl, we couldn't get much higher. Made no difference. <laughs> they made their point and And yeah. And the quote from uh, Jim Morrison was later that the producer came to them and said, you'll never play the show again. He said, we already did. We did Sullivan. Like they already, they didn't feel like they needed to we go back. We did it. We're done. We did it. Yeah. We did it. We, you know. So that's good. It was also one of the songs that was, uh, it was chosen for a car commercial for Opal. They had Bu Buick Light My Fire. But when, um, when Morrison heard about that, he was very angry and they had to pull it. But yeah. uh, those are the two little facts about the song that I found. But I love the tune. And of course, Jose Feliciano did a beautiful version oh, of that. Oh, Jose Feliciano did a uh, really beautiful version of it. And that yeah. was soon after The Doors, I think, right? Wasn't yeah, but he did it. Um, the style was so different. Yeah, it was like a Spanish, almost flamenco yeah, kind of thing. It was beautiful. Spanish, yeah. yeah. And, and it was a hit as well. Yes. Yeah. You know, you were talking about the Ed Sullivan show. In those days, we were putting people in jail for smoking pot. Yes, we were putting So I the know. word higher was a drug reference. And I remember we wrote a song that was a really great song and we couldn't use it because it was called You Turn Me On. Which is a great I know, phrase, but we couldn't yeah. use it. We couldn't use it. We had a song that we 
did for, I remember Dee Dee Sharp. She was a, a huge success. You know, I mean, I love Dee Dee Sharp. Yeah. yeah. Remember her? Of okay. course. Uh, it was Cameo, at Cameo Parkway. Parkway. Yeah. We know. She did a song of ours yeah. that we wrote called Tongue Twisting. Oh, I like that. Maddie made a little book of motion ballad tongue twisting. You wrote it? Yeah, and it was all tongue twisters. Yeah. So it's brilliant. It is brilliant. Knocked off the air. Tongue twisting, they said, meant you stick your tongue down somebody's oh mouth oh. and you're twisting it around. <laughs> so, so just imagine society while we're, I don't know if we want to get political, while we're dropping bombs exactly. on people uh, in I Vietnam. Know. For decades, yeah. You know, and uh, and we're worried about, girl, you couldn't get much higher. Terrible. Tongue twisting. Um Innocent slapping of a butt on television. It's ridiculous. Or Elvis can't show the bottom of his... Absurd, uh, yeah. Just his you hips. Know. You couldn't show his hips basically moving. You know, so Yeah, or the yeah. Rolling Stones yeah. when they went on. Uh, um, okay. Let's spend the night together. Let's spend the night together. Right. They made it. They had to sing, let's spend the night. Wait, uh, let's spend some time together. Some time together. Yeah. So, so uh, look at the world now. And here we're talking about gender. Not neutral. Fluidity. In lyrics yeah. and in the songs, yeah, and we live in a world that that doesn't think about these things, like um, the the transgender woman that just got yeah. elected in Virginia. It's amazing, you yeah, know, and and we don't really think about it. Yeah, you know, we take it for granted. Yeah, and I hope our children and our grandchildren's generation won't think about this stuff. I at don't. All. Th- I think you're absolutely right. They won't. They won't. It's not, it's it's, be, it's sh- it should be just. It's a natural part of uh, of everything, and it should not be a. Well, it is natural. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The Instant Love Podcast is very pleased to welcome to the Orchard Studios NYC our illustrator Rebecca Morheiser. Light My Fire by Danish artist Falula. You went a little racy for that song. Uh, I mean, again, this is early on. And so I had like a real like desire to like, I was really into like the theme and like keeping mm-hmm. a consistent, like consistency of shapes and right. like the heart aspect. And like, is her butt. Is her butt. But yeah. I was just trying to be like more uh, creative about like how the heart manifested yes. in the designs but this is, one is funny in hindsight looking at it it always makes me laugh and you sent three color options yeah i remember that and we went for like the flaming red butt option yeah and i really there was one that had like a black sheer uh-huh. skirt and i was really wanting to go with that one oh i like I this one better black, yeah. but that one was something else and Falula, I was worried that she was going to think something about it and she like absolutely loved it yeah. and because you know that song to me, it could mean two different things. So that line, girl, we couldn't get much higher is kind of the only time a woman's mentioned. I thought I was picturing two high school kids, two girls getting f-ed up together is what I envisioned. Like that buddy you have in like high school that you right. do bad things with. Yeah. Maybe that was my sister for Maybe you. Maybe a Rorschach for you. Like, what do you get out or of this college. song? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like two girls. But that that's really literal and stupid kind of. But Maria, a.k.a. Falula, thought about it like as elevating other women in your life. Like we couldn't get much higher because oh, we're together. That's interesting. I don't know yes. that I would have thought that either. I'm, what did you think when um, you heard it? I felt like it, it was just like I was responding mostly to like the tone of that one. Right. Like, and it's very smoky and like, yes. it's like a sexy song and even sexier, I think, in some ways, 
the way that Falula sang. She did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the original's sexy as well. Uh, yeah. It's just two different things. It's like apple and oranges. Yeah. And the power for a woman to be able to sing a Doors song to her was really cool. Yeah. I think songs like that that are so iconic that everyone knows, like everyone mm-hmm. knows that that was originally sung by a man. So good morning, Richard. Good to see you as always. Good morning. Okay. It could be morning right now. Morning somewhere. Out there in the listening world, Mm -hmm. it's morning somewhere. Uh, If I would think about it, I would say probably in Singapore. Okay. uh, Maybe China, Australia. See, I'm still waking up. So even though it's the afternoon, it feels like the morning for me. And I'm in a weird transitional place. I want coffee, but I could also use a drink. So do you have any Kahlua laying around here? Uh, No, but there's just something in the way you said that. Oh, smooth transition there. Today on Instant Love Podcast, we are going to talk about the epic Beatles song. Of course, we had to throw the Beatles in and we're actually have another Beatles song in development, which I will tease with saying it's already in more than one language and we're adding a third to it. That's my tease. But we have recorded something by the Beatles, reinterpreted by the lovely, and I do mean lovely because we know her well, Los Angeles singer and actress, Hunter. Yeah, Hunter is really special. She has a a unique and very special voice, and she is among the artists that we're going to continue working with. They were brought to us by Mike and... Oh, the Scalante Brothers. Scalante Brothers, yeah. We were in a band called The Running Lights, Running and Lights. we were working in some technical way with their record. And, of course, they're these cool guys, and we told them about the project. And they're like, immediately, they said, can we do something? We're like, knock yourself out. You want to go make a demo of something, and then we'll find a singer. And they came back with it and said, and we want to get... Hunter on this because they knew her. And that's how we were introduced to her is via the Scalante brothers. Yeah. And I think even maybe they sent us a demo with her singing they did, on it. And they they made the initial tracks and we were like, and worked on her yeah. together as uh, as producers of this. And they did a great job. Yeah. Again, it was polished and finished at, at our the studio. Orchard studios here. And I watched her through the glass singing that song and we barely gave her a break for four straight hours and the kind of big finish she did at the very end. And I was like, how does she still have steam left in her? I think talking about something in the way she moves attracts me like no other lover. It to me opens something that we're now discovering more and more with people is that gender is on a spectrum, sexuality is on a spectrum and vocabulary words can limit that. But I think now we're kind of realizing when you have like LGBTQ, I'm sure there's going to be more more alphabet letters in that because there's just so many different ways of describing it. And again, being a girl, this pulls out a little something in me, no pun intended, of kind of feeling something outside of just a traditional platonic friendship, not something I'd act on, but something that makes me excited to hang out with a particular person. Yeah. Well, again, going back to the project as a whole, maybe because of the music, the greatness of the lyrics, Mm -hmm. the song selection, it just softens those barriers a little bit. Yes. It just makes people, whether you're a man or a woman, a man understanding a woman's point of view and a woman feeling comfortable with those feelings, yeah. you know, and, um, and hopefully, um, 
that's what this particular song, which is a great George Harrison song. Yes, it is. You know, we always think about Lennon and McCartney, but George Harrison wrote some amazing songs. Oh my God, he really did. They're so sensitive. They are. Well, that's the thing. He's the sensitive one. He is the sensitive one. Let's take a listen to the original that inspired us oh so much, which is the Beatles singing something. So for all you out there that want to hear something really special, here's Hunter singing the legendary George Harrison song, Something. Something in a way she moves Attracts me like no
We're going to pass this over to Richard Barone. At last, the Beatles. Ah. The Beatles, something. And it's nice. It's a George Harrison song. George Harrison, yeah. I you know. I love each one of the Beatles had a person. Well, yeah. but something by the Beatles sung mm-hmm. by Hunter. Yes. So it was recorded by the Beatles, but as you said, a George Harrison song mm-hmm. who wrote some amazing, amazing songs. Really special. You know what I mean? Norwegian Wood. You know, the thing about George, too, is that because with the Beatles, he only was allowed to do maybe one song per album because John and Paul sort of had the dominant songwriting in that group. So he started saving up all these great songs. And by the end of the 60s, he had a great backlog of great songs. So the the song Something, he actually brought to them earlier on when they were making the White Album. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, they said, eh, you know, they were like, eh, they didn't quite get it. And he was trying to show this song, you know, and they, they demoed it then. So it, it, it took two more albums before it finally made it to an album. In, uh, it was on Abbey Road and became huh. the eighth, his only A-side of a single was something. But it's a beautiful song written for his wife, Patty Boyd, right. at the time, who was a beautiful model, really fantastic mod gal, you know. And um, I was just looking, I was researching a bit of what did George think about the song and, you know, and what, what was his thoughts. He loved James Brown's version of it, which is really different. Ah. It's very funky. And it's like you gotta. He starts okay, in the way you yeah, but, move. But he used another use. But James Brown, because he's a genius in his, in his special ways, that yeah. he also found another meaning in something. He goes, "You gotta believe in something." You gotta believe That's in something. That's how he starts it. And it's like I got goosebumps when I heard that. I said, "You gotta believe wow. in something." And then he goes, "Something in the way she moves." So he's like, he uses and he comes back with that almost like in a rap way where he repeats it spoken. You gotta believe in something. It's a beautiful interpretation. So George um, loved that version so much. There were 150 covers at the time of that song. Wow. And George, the only one on his jukebox was James Brown's at the time because he thought that was an interpretation that took it to another place where something became something bigger than just the relationship, but about you got to have something to believe in. So he used the words. That's a great bit of information that that I, I, it's very interesting. You know, as the fun, you know. The the Godfather of Soul. Godfather of Soul. He understood human nature. He understood people. He, you know, he was really, really smart and really understood what he was doing. When I was looking at the song Something, I was trying to find, well, what did Patty Boyd think of it? Because that song was written about her. Oh, yeah. And she said, oh, you know, she loved the song, but she goes, my favorite version is the one he sang to me in the kitchen. Because it is personal. Like, it is. That's what I mean about bringing it back to the idea that the songs are really so personal. But, you know, he sang it to his wife in the kitchen, you know, and that's like... That's her favorite version of it, you know. Well, that that's that's really amazing. And George Harrison was um, was a great artist in his own right. Instant love. The Instant Love podcast is very pleased to welcome our illustrator Rebecca Morheiser. Something by LA actress artist Hunter was produced by the Scalante Brothers. And who are the Scalante brothers? Scalante brothers they are have these a cool little name. hot numbers. They have a band called the Running Lights, and they were meeting with us and they recommended Hunter. They're like, we want to do something and we have the girl for it. We were like, sure, go for it. And then we heard it and we're like, holy moly, this chicken sang. So that was a, a good surprise. And you did kind of the two leaves. Right. Um, yeah. We have a place in New Orleans that has like these crazy elephant ears. And I've always, I mean, mm-hmm. they're just very cool to look at. They're like um, human size. They're massive. Yeah. Um, but heart shaped. And I think like I was just looking to break away from the like human, human figures. Yeah. yeah. It was just nice to try something a little more abstract. 
Oh, I love it. Mm Because they're kind of intertwined with each other and the color palette's really cool. But yeah, I mean, something in the way she moves, you know, plants Mm -hmm. obviously move as well. There was a swaying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your elephant ears at your New Orleans house are out of control. Yeah. In the best way. They are crazy. It's like a it's like a jungle back there. Yeah. Rainforest. It's nuts. (laughs) I'm scared to see what they're like right now. I mean, you really like Hunter. You just think a beautiful, talented person you're not expecting. But she's from Montana. And, um, you know, so she's like grounded. (laughs) She's she's not from L.A. She just lives there now. And she is utterly delightful and talented. And um, we might be doing more stuff with her. She recorded vocals for four straight hours in this studio, I remember. And we just kept pushing her and pushing her to really give the big finish. And after singing for four hours, she was able to deliver that epic end to the song. I found myself with a lot of the art, like starting to get super literal about it Mm -hmm. or like veering towards that. Sure. And I like this one again because of the it was an opportunity to like get abstract with the the visuals. But it's also a reminder that like sometimes like a song Mm -hmm. is more than more yeah. than some of its parts. Yeah. That's a good way to enemy and a Beatles song too. It's so iconic and to, to really take it into this new direction with mm-hmm. that visual, I think was really cool. on the next episode of the Instant Love Podcast, we're going to bring a little California to you guys. Yep, we're going to bring you Rachel Fannin singing the Beach Boys, Don't Worry Baby. And I want you to know I was there when they were recording it. I was there in Suna Wagner's studio. Yes, we love Suna Wagner from the Ravenettes. He has a very groovy recording studio in Venice Beach. And Richard was out there in L.A. We'll tell you all about the story of how the song came together. It's Beach Boys. It is an L.A. singer, an L.A. producer. Don't worry, baby. Everything will turn out all right. And also, we are going to have Suna with us in this episode. Yes, Suna has given up his beach life and he's moving to New York City. So he's going to be here. We'll be making more music with Suna and I'll be talking to him about recording, technique, the Ravenettes and everything fun. Yep, stay tuned for the next episode of the Instant Love Podcast. Don't worry, baby. Everything will be all right.